You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. ABC Tonight. Special Agent Will Trent. Georgia Bureau Investigation. I told him I'd bring my best. Will sees things that no one else does. Based on the New York Times bestselling series. Why Will Trent? He's good police. And he's objectively hot. See crime. Put out an Amber Alert. There's a kidnapping. Through his eyes. He read that crime scene like it was a book. Ramon Rodriguez is. I'm a pretty observant guy. Will Trent. Series premiere tonight, tonight central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, and welcome to Fan Theory Queries, where we analyze fan theories from all over the internet, but mostly Reddit. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I am Spencer. In this episode, we're going to take a look at a theory from Reddit. Um, from the author Something Asar. <laughs> and the theory, everyone, go back in time, ready to relive your lives in the 90s, the OG amazing movie with live-action cartoon animation, not uh, not Roger Rabbit, but we're talking about Space Jam, and how it could have been seen by one Harry Potter. So the theory is called Harry Potter saw Space Jam when it was in theaters. Hmm. So before they even get into the theory, they want to put forth some evidence here. In November of 1996, Space Jam was released in theaters. It received largely mixed reviews from critics, but I remember as a kid thinking how awesome it was. That was back when it was cool, when Looney Tunes were cool, right? That was nobody the knows. Best. Yeah, nobody yep. cares about Looney Tunes anymore. Disney has kind of taken over the world. But it was number one in North American box office and grossed over 230 million worldwide. Because, becoming, this is a very uh, high bar, becoming the highest grossing basketball film of all time. So, good job, Mike. Not you, hey, Mike. Hoosiers Mike was a very popular film before that. Well, not popular enough, clearly. Also, in November of 1996, Harry Potter pretends to put Felix Felicis. Felicis? Felicis. Felix Felicis into Ron's juice to give his friend a boost of confidence before a big Quidditch game. Felix Felicis, also called Liquid Luck, was a potion that made the drinker lucky for a period of time during which everything they attempt would be successful. It turned an ordinary day into an extraordinary one. And so we have a report here from uh, a website. Gryffindor Quidditch team wins its first match with Ron as keeper. And the date is November 1996. So the theory, finally gets that, <laughs> Harry Potter sneaked, I think they meant snuck, Harry Potter snuck away from Hogwarts <laughs> for a weekend in order to see Space Jam in theaters. It was fresh on his mind later when he saw Ron having the same confidence problem that the Toon Squad had in the movie. So he did what Michael Jordan did and pulled a secret stuff trick on his good friend. Oh, now, so good. <laughs> now I will, I will, uh, Correct him a little bit. It was actually Bugs Bunny that came up with the idea for the secret yeah. stuff. But anyway, Mike went along with it. Uh, so here's a quick refresher of this particular scene, courtesy of MorningChalkUp.com. You might recall during the game against the Monstars, the Toon Squad got dominated in the first half. In the locker room, Bugs and Jordan gave a rousing halftime speech that includes the discovery, quote unquote, of Michael's secret stuff which is a not-so-discreetly-labeled bottle, presumed to be some of a performance-enhancing beverage. In the second half, the Looney Tunes make a comeback following the shared consumption of said bottle, uh, uh, but Wayne Knight does not get any of it. 
And in the third <laughs> half, actually, the Monstars strike back, at which point Michael Jordan tells the team that his secret stuff was actually just water, and they didn't even need it at all. Side note, you can actually buy water bottles that look just like this water bottle that, from the movie. With the oh, label? Really? With the oh, label written by that. Bugs Bunny. That's so cute. Get one. What a great idea. <laughs> I know. So they continue. Harry Potter's Hogwarts friends would have no idea if Harry snuck away because with the exception of Hermione, who would never have snuck away from Hogwarts in the middle of a semester, they couldn't possibly comprehend a muggle movie. <laughs> so um, that's all there is to the theory. So they say that they wouldn't have knew that Harry sold this idea from the movie because they wouldn't have even understood the movie to begin with. Because so, they're magic. A, <laughs> yes. So that's the theory. There were no comments on it, surprisingly enough. I didn't quite understand that. But first of all, when I was a kid, I loved Space Jam. I remember, Me I mean, too. I'm not a sports guy, and I hated playing basketball. I hated it. Yeah. But I loved the movie. That was fun, getting to learn about Michael Jordan as a kid, like, I loved the, I believe I can fly, you know, mm -hmm. and getting to meet, be introduced to some athletes, some pro basketball stars like Charles Barkley and uh, Larry Bird and, and some of those classics and see them get their talents stolen by the, <laughs> by the aliens and then watching them as they try to play without their talents. It was, it was good fun. Um, my first, I remember watching it with my dad and he cracked up when Bill Murray shows up down <laughs> in the toon yeah. world to come play and because he's a big bill murray fan but anyway did y'all like it because i had i had actually had a basketball a black basketball that said space jam on it and i had some space Bam, space jam pajamas were y'all big fans of nice. it oh yeah this was one of the formative movies of my childhood yeah um, I was a big fan, too, and I actually did play basketball, and I loved playing basketball. Well, I played <laughs> basketball. I hated it. Yeah, though. I was not very good. Well, you probably, like, stood on the court and, like, had the ball passed to you, but did you actually um, play? I made 50% of my free throws, so. Yeah, you shot two. <laughs> I shot two. That's correct. <laughs> so, um, that was good. Do you think it's possible that this movie was even in the periphery or... So I'm trying to think, would that have been Harry's first year at Hogwarts? No. No? No. Okay. Because since Ron is playing on the Quidditch teams and first mm -hmm. years don't normally get to play yeah. on the Quidditch team, the only exception was for Harry because he was an excellent seeker and they couldn't find a seeker. That's ironic. But once Ron's playing, you know that that's later. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to need y'all's help with some of these questions as, as we kind of break this down. Because okay. really... There is no supporting evidence to this theory. It's just a guess, a nice thing to imagine. And I like that. Um, but we're going to go, go over some like points that could possibly prove to be like nails in the coffin for this theory. But first, I suppose this is something that he could have maybe while away from Hogwarts at home on a summer break. He maybe saw a preview for. I can um, bet you anything Dudley would have been a huge... Yeah. Space oh, yeah. Jam fan would have been highly, I mean, the, the movie would have been highly anticipated by Dudley, so he would have heard about it all the time at well, home. Well, I, here's some evidence that I can provide. In one of the movies, we see, uh, don't we see Dudley watching Looney Tunes? Watching Looney Tunes? I don't know. Isn't he watching the opera scene? <laughs> I have no clue. Remember with Bugs Bunny? <laughs> A Marriage of Figaro? I could have sworn, 
I could be completely wrong, listeners. Well, there's Marriage of Figaro and there's Flight of the Valkyrie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I could be completely wrong, mm-hmm. but in my head, I'm just remembering seeing Looney Tunes on the screen whenever Deadly's watching it. Because, I mean, they're both Warner Brothers properties, so Warner Brothers could have used that. But how widespread are they in the UK? That's what I was about to ask. I don't know. Would would yeah. Space Jam have been as popular over there because it was about an American sport starring an American sports? Like, there, you don't get more American than Michael Jordan, <laughs> except for maybe Larry Bird. <laughs> I don't know, because, I mean, for <laughs> me, it's... It's kind of a non-issue just because, mm-hmm. like, I love a lot of foreign things, mm-hmm. especially British, th- th- like, movies and shows and stuff like that. So, for me, the th- the idea of being a fan of something from another country is not that big of a stretch. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, who knows? Okay. All right. Well, I want to go into some considerations here because we don't have any comments to go over. Some theories I put a lot of research in some i don't this one i actually spent quite a bit of time to prove one point <laughs> um <laughs> because i was like is it even possible would he have even been able to if he snuck away during a semester of school mm-hmm. could he have gotten to a movie theater and so i looked i was first of all i didn't even know where hogwarts was supposed to be and so what i found was the film prisoner of azkaban says that Dufftown, scotland is nearby otherwise we're not given any kind of identifier because it's intentionally hidden from muggles you know and so if that's the case if it's near dufftown scotland the nearest movie theater that existed at that time because i made sure to account for that is more a playhouse cinema in elgin or elgin whatever which is depending on which way you go an average of about 20 miles away so from dufftown or dufton you know they say things funny over there (laughs) so it's not that far away but my question is, and this is where I need y'all's expertise, mm-hmm. is it a thing? I mean, I know they went on all their wacky adventures and dangerous near-death adventures and that kind of thing. But right. how easy would it have been to sneak away off of Hogwarts campus? Like, do they have that freedom or are they like, is it a rule that they have to stay there? No, they're, they're from my understanding, they're meant to stay in, on the school grounds unless they're given that every once in a while they're given a day where they can go to like Hogsmeade and, right. and go to the, mm-hmm. the town there. And even um, then they have to have special written permission to do that. Yes. From like their no. house professor, correct? Yes. Or no, um, no, they have to have their, their parents or guardians sign That's something right. to give to their house, uh, the lead of their house. But mm-hmm. um, Laura, correct me if I'm wrong on this. Wouldn't Harry have had the Marauders map at that point? Well, so I've been I've been looking while y'all been talking, and we're gonna be for 1996. This is in. This would be in Order of the Phoenix. Mm. Oh yeah, so he definitely so, would yes, have the Marauders map. It. So he has a, he has a way to find secret passages out of the castle to sneak out. And so, he's got the cloak of invisibility, right? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So he could so have. Yeah, snuck out and flew yeah. away on his broom. Yeah, he could have just. He could even use flu powder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could have done that. He also could have taken public transportation. You know, he was like one of the main people that was used to muggle transportation. That's so true. He's pretty I, well versed in it. I want mm-hmm. you know. I want to like my gut says. Well, he would have to have known where 
the nearest mm-hmm. movie theater is. But at the same time, if he was using public transportation, he'd just been like, hey, mate, take me to the nearest movie theater, please. And what was that? All of our UK (laughs) listeners, we sincerely apologize. It's keeping things interesting for whatever that accent was that Spencer just tried to do. (laughs) That was rough. I was uh, nearly had this nick. So, having said that, I don't apologize. I'm proud of what I just did. (laughs) Um, Because, I mean, what do I have to lose? Y'all aren't rating and reviewing our show over there and across the the pond oh snap (laughs) so there's that do y'all have anything to add as far as you know if some restrictions or things that he would be up against to make this even possible well just his schedule yeah do they do things on saturdays Um, he was pretty busy most of the time that's true especially at the point of order of the phoenix yeah off time isn't this when we have the training of Dumbledore's army starting? Yeah, up? I was going to say this is whenever the worst person in all of the Harry Potter stories is at Hogwarts, and she's specifically keeping an eye on him. So that makes mm-hmm. it much more difficult. That's right. Professor Umbridge has all those mm. ridiculous rules. Oh, that jerk. So yeah. that would make it very hard to get out, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess it's later. Isn't there a point when we get a new head minister of magic that they actually have dementors like roaming the edges of yep the forbidden forest and like Mm -hmm. as quote-unquote protection that's not by this book yet wasn't it i thought that was like an azkaban because they were i was gonna say that's prisoner of azkaban because they're looking for serious black yeah they were afraid of him like that was their excuses we need these dementors here so that commissioner gordon doesn't come kill everybody and then the dementors (laughs) the dementors don't show up again until after Dumbledore's dead and Snape has taken over as headmaster. You know, those okay. Dementors are like, they're the worst thing about prison, if you haven't heard before. <laughs> okay, prison Mike. <laughs> it's going to be hard for listeners. We keep, we've got a lot of mics that we That's keep true. talking about, and yet our co-host is Michael. Yep. Uh-huh. We only call him Michael, though. We don't call mm-hmm. you Mike. So yes. <laughs> Sometimes I write Mike just because it's shorter. But. Okay. Let me think more. Okay. So we've said we're in book five. He does have mm-hmm. these things, these objects and knowledge that would be beneficial to him. But then at the same time, we're also pointing out that we've got Professor Umbridge there watching and waiting. <laughs> Get him. Mm. Um, I, 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 in Dumbledore's army, yeah. is is training in any spare time that they have basically yeah and so i don't know when he would have unless he got like oh wait hermione doesn't have her time turner anymore so he can't nope. use that uh so no and there's always the threat of a um lurking voldemort at uh the local movie theater so mm. uh <laughs> so how are y'all feeling on this need any more time to discuss no no i think i'm i think i'm ready to that's go. what i thought so why don't we take a quick break, gather our thoughts, maybe get a refill of our secret stuff, and we'll reveal our ratings when we come back. There is a corner of Los Angeles where dreams are brought to life. The uh, stuff that dreams are made of. Where stars are born. Where legends are made. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! 
For over a hundred years, the world has been captivated by Hollywood. But just beneath the stardust lie a million more fascinating stories. Tales of heroism, villainy, betrayal, passion, tragedy and triumph that when sewn together form an incredible history. The Secret History of Hollywood. Available now wherever you get podcasts. How would you like to challenge your little grey cells while reveling in the vintage perfection of David Suchet's Poirot? If so, then the Labours of Hercule podcast was made for you. We're taking a deep dive into every episode of this masterpiece of television and giving you the clues you need to solve the case along with Poirot himself. We present the case and you solve it. Whether you're a detective in the making... Or if you just simply want to gush over the genius and art decodence of Agatha Christie... Then subscribe now now to the labors of Hercule wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, who's ready to score this theory? Uh, what? <laughs> this happened yes. to you. So I was being Porky Pig, trying to say oh. rate, but I couldn't say rate, so I said theory. I mean score. So I said, <laughs> so I said, score the series. <laughs> Good try. All right. Uh, so since we are all ready to rate and I've made a mess of my words, uh, Michael, do you mind going over our rating scale real quick? You know what? I would love to. That's not what I asked. I asked if you minded. <laughs> That's not the right answer to that question. It's yes or no. The highest rating that we have is genius. This is reserved for only the best theories, which we believe are better than the actual canon. The next step down is plausible. It's a good theory. It's believable. Unlikely is next. It's not a terrible theory, but pretty unlikely, as the name suggests. And then the last thing is preposterous. These are the theories that are just stupid. Basically, we're all dumber for having listened to them. Uh, Does anyone want to volunteer to go first, or do I have to call on someone? Oh, no, this is easy. Um, I'll go. It's preposterous. <laughs> it's absolutely preposterous. What? Really? Oh, yes. I can definitely say I I can see Her- uh, Harry would have been interested in seeing the film. Yeah. Uh, he would want, I think he would want to, I think he would enjoy it. But at the same time, his life is a little crazy right now. Yeah. And he's Sometimes just a break <laughs> from the crazy. Kind of got like people trying to. I don't know, kill him and stuff. So I don't know Since about. The day he was born. I don't know about like. I'm gonna take some time out away from where I'm safest with <laughs> Dumbledore to go watch this movie. Except I, 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 Dumbledore wasn't there for most of that time period. Oh, that's right. He was starting to look for the yeah Horcruxes and was yeah. always gone, and it was frustrating Harry because he couldn't talk to him. Yeah, and he was being a moody little teenager um but still he uh, hogwarts was still at at least with like mcgonagall yeah uh, it it was still the safest place for him to be and we've already established there's just too much going on here that he never would have gotten away from campus and then there are other theories out there about like rita skeeter got so mad at harry that he came she came to the muggle world and that's how we got the books harry potter because she's Mm. actually jk (laughs) rowling so it's like i think she would have included that (laughs) All right, Michael, what about you? I think that this is hard because I really love this theory. 
Like, mm-hmm. I, I love the idea of this and the explanation, the connection that they make between him giving the... Is, uh, it's very creative. To, there is no connection. Yeah. But because there's so much against it, it's a big I, can't, I, I can't give it preposterous because I don't feel dumber for having listened to it. But mm. it's definitely getting an unlikely. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll go. I'll go with preposterous. Um, I feel dumber having spent all the time that I did trying to make this work and it still doesn't work for me. <laughs> it's just definitely preposterous in my mind. See, y'all are bringing up all of this lore stuff with, with as evidence that this couldn't have happened. My thing is this movie would have had much bigger influence on him and his actions there at Hogwarts. Like he would have been giving people lessons on what a divot is and how to fix one. And like, he would have been quoting. He would have been dunking on people <laughs> out at the Quidditch pitch. Why isn't he singing Basketball Jones? And yeah, um, <laughs> he, he would have been a lot cooler than he actually was. Exactly. That's my big evidence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why isn't yeah. he singing Basketball Jones? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is definitely, oh, man. definitely preposterous. So since we've all rated it and had a lovely discussion... Fun fact, everybody, we're now moving to a single theory per episode format, starting with this one. So our time is about to close, but don't fret because we'll still bring in the same amount of content, just broken up three times a week rather than one large dump. Because who really wants one large dump, especially when it's from someone you don't know? So having said all of that, (laughs) it is time to bring this episode to a close. But before we wrap everything up, I do want to share this fascinating detail that I found on Reddit the other day. Um, discovered by Draco137 was taken. This person is clearly a brilliant mind when it comes to analyzing movie subtext because they spotted this, and I had no idea. But in 2008's Iron Man, Tony Stark goes without eating beef for so long while hostage that he realizes that he really wants a cheeseburger when he finally escapes. This is because Tony learns from his missed steaks. Boo, sir. I say <laughs> I mean, boo. I, I thought it was pretty clever. <laughs> Terrible. Mistakes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. If I had a cricket sound us. effect, I'd play it. <laughs> Spending Spencer has one, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been your little mini fan theory queries. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. In our next episode, we ask, is Lady Tremaine from Cinderella a black widow? No, not the ScarJo kind, the stabby jerk lady kind. Subscribe to Fan Theory Queries so you don't miss out on that and other fascinating fan theories. Fan Theory Queries is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like Legends of the Old West, Art Smart, and Attaboy, Clarence!